It was about January 1st, 1893, when I first met Minnie R. Williams at the intelligence office of Mr. William Campbell on Dearborn Street, Chicago, whom she had engaged to provide her with a position as a stenographer. I found her to be a bright, intelligent woman, an interesting conversationalist, and one who I could see had seen much of the world. When she had been working in my office for a few weeks, knowing that she had a history, I asked her one stormy winter afternoon to tell it to me. After considerable hesitation, she did so, in nearly the following words. My earliest remembrance is of a poor home in the South. My father was a drunkard, and my poor mother was not strong. One terrible day, my father was brought to us dead, and very soon after this, mother's strength seemed to leave her utterly, and she soon followed him, leaving me, a tiny child, together with a still younger sister and a baby brother, to the tender mercies of the world. An aunt in Mississippi took my sister to live with her, and another relative cared for brother, and an uncle, a physician, adopted me. During the short time he lived, he was a loving and tender father to me, and at his death willed to me all of his possessions. A guardian was appointed to care for me, but I was not again happy until years later, when Mr. Massey was appointed to take his place, and since then I have looked upon him and his wife as my parents. When I was seventeen years old, I was sent to Boston to finish my education at the Conservatory of Music. At first, after leaving my warm southern home, I nearly died from homesickness and you will not wonder that having met at some place of entertainment in Boston a young gentleman, and having found that he was an honest clerk, occupying a position where he could hope for advancement, I allowed him to address me, and later became engaged to him. Soon after the engagement, he introduced me to a gentleman who is prominently known throughout the New England states. He is much older than myself. From the first time I met him, he seemed to exert a powerful influence over me. I loved his wife, and my visits to her made a pleasant break in the tedium of my schoolwork. But as soon as he came home, or I was in his company, I was ill at ease, my mind being filled with an indefinable presentiment of evil. I avoided meeting him alone upon all occasions when it was possible for me to do so, but he would often insist upon me accompanying him to my home, and this, owing to their continued courtesies to me, I could not well refuse. All too soon there came a day when I could no longer look into the eyes of either my lover or those of my betrayer, and for more than a year thereafter I was wholly under the influence of my seducer, so much so that any and all good resolutions I would make during his absence would vanish upon meeting him again and my life became one of mental torture to me, for by nature I was a pure-minded girl. Our meetings for the most part took place at a hotel near his place of business, a portion of which was available for meetings of this kind, so long as the parties were known to the manager. During the year I broke my engagement with my lover, and by doing so apparently deserved his reproaches for heartlessness, although if he could have known it my motive was of an entirely different nature. As though my burden had not at this time been sufficiently heavy for me to bear, about the end of this year I became aware that another and still more terrible calamity was in store for me. For days I sat in my room until it seemed I should go mad, and fearing lest I should utterly lose my reason I decided to kill myself. 
but no one realizes how dear life is until, thinking it worthless, they have tried to destroy it. I could not do it, and there was nothing left for me to do but to go quietly away in a strange place under a different name and bear my shame. I went to New York, engaged aboard under the name of Adele Koval, in a quiet portion of the city. Physically, I had never been strong, and now followed days and weeks of serious illness until, to save my reason, the life of my unborn child was sacrificed. As soon as I was able, I returned to my Texas home, accounting as best I could for my terribly haggard appearance. Later, feeling that there was left little that I could do, and being wholly reckless of my future, I prepared for the stage, and for three years I was almost continually before the public. Becoming somewhat ambitious, I organized a company, and for a time traveled through the New England towns and small cities under the name of Geraldine Wand. This venture cost me between five and $10,000, and in 1891, I went to Denver, Colorado, as a member of the theatrical company then playing a prominent engagement. There I stayed until the burning of the theater, which caused my engagement to end, and not being able to find another suitable opening, I decided to prepare myself for office work. Unfortunately, while in Denver, I attracted the attention of a young man engaged to be married to a lady whom I knew and liked, and rather than to cause them trouble, I decided to go elsewhere, though against the wishes of the young man who, if I had allowed it, would have married me. At about this time, my brother, whom I had never seen much of, was killed, or rather died, as the result of a railroad accident at Leadville, Colorado leaving Sister Nanny, who is now teaching in Nudlothian, Texas, and to me about $400 each, payable about one year after his death. I went to Leadville to attend his funeral and later came here to Chicago, where, until I obtained my position with you, I have been at times really in need of money, as owing to my unfortunate theatrical venture, all my ready money has been used and I now have left only one piece of good real estate in Fort Worth, Texas, valued at $6,000, but encumbered for $1,700. A piece of land adjoining my property, of which Mr. Massey has recently written me, can be sold by him for $2,500, besides paying a heavy mortgage standing against it. I also have one small, unimproved lot near Dallas, Texas, worth about $200. End of section 5